0: Well, careful what you're yourself up for, boys, because oh, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, quite good at following through on my words, so we could be yes. at Saunton before you know it. <laughs> well,
1: it be night sur- if we're night surfing, I'll be the one following through, i tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. I am your host Pete,
2: and I'm Layton. On today's episode, we speak to Lloyd Scott, aka
1: Night Surfer UK. The Night Surfer, the guy goes surfing at night. He's insane. He's got this massive seven thousand lumen high powered torch that lights up. Well, it it's it's like, it makes it like daylight. Yeah, but it, the point it is, lights up the UK light- when he goes yeah. up. The point is, he's still surfing at night.
2: He, yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy. But like I said, I say in the podcast, um, I thought he was crazy first of all, and then he mentioned in one of his YouTube videos, "Oh, you can now surf at night after work in the winter." And so I'm go- gone from thinking he's crazy to, "Oh my god, he's genius!"
1: Yeah, yeah. He he, he was a really nice guy. I, I I think I felt like it's another one we felt like we could have just carried on chatting to for yeah, hours enthusiastic. and hours. Yeah. Yeah, and we are going to be going night surfing at some point. Yeah. yeah. I might film from the shore and watch because I don't <laughs> like the dark.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, re- really interesting podcast. He's uh, super enthusiastic. Um, and we just had a great,
1: great time chatting to him. Yeah. So you'll pick us up now as we get into the conversation with Lloyd. Hey
0: guys, yeah. So I, I'm Lloyd Scott. I'm a, a night surfer as of uh, a year and a half um so most people just think i'm mental really <laughs> but, yeah
1: I, I i i sort of looked at that myself and i thought what the hell possessed you to go surfing it no it's bad enough when you see a shadow go- I, I i'm terrible for it if i see a shadow go past me in the water i freak out and uh i always have done but at night you can't you can't see what's that
0: i know <laughs> i know i think what it is <laughs> is it's a a product of being a keen bean you know you've all got that mate that surfer mate who's like really really keen and they're just always on the whatsapp you know surfing group there oh let's go let's go and i'm the one who gets up stupidly early for the dawny and is always encouraging the mates to get there like 10 minutes before the first light and i just started heading down that road and then it just got a bit out of control really
2: (laughs) That's that's cool what what because I, I was gonna I was gonna ask you why you know, and then uh, as i as I was looking through your um your youtube you kind of explained it and i thought of course it makes total sense The guy's a genius you you said with these with these lamps, you can then surf in the winter at night so after work and before work, and I thought, oh my God, of course you just increased our surfing time just just with that one comment and, and it all made sense, sense straight away because we're all after more waves and stuff and so I, I, well, I'm i just kind of really pleased <laughs> that we find you and like your Instagram is probably the most kind of like exciting and new way of looking at surfing that, that we've kind of seen in the UK at the moment
1: and it's just so cool that
2: you're UK as well you know
0: yeah, well, yeah. thanks no, that's uh, that's very kind
1: yeah it's a really it's a really interesting it's a really interesting instagram the what what so what part of the uk do you surf in most of the time then
0: so i'm not in a traditional surf zone i guess uh so i'm i'm based in the new forest so you could call me a south coast surfer i suppose yeah um but i've kind of moved around over the years i was lucky enough to go to a university down in uh well down in falmouth but on the uh I was part of Exeter, but in in Falmouth, so I lived in Cornwall for quite a while then. But now I'm in the New Forest, so my local spots are like, well, Bournemouth and uh, the Purbex. And then I obviously get out towards you guys quite a lot and uh, Cornwall.
1: Yeah, yeah. I saw saw some of your uh, YouTube uh, ones of uh, you... Camping out in your van in a secret spot that everyone knew about, which uh, which made me <laughs> laugh. Uh, that that often makes me laugh. Now uh, I think there's. Um, I've been chatting to a few different people lately, and there seems to be a general consensus of how surfing's changing and how it's evolving into a into a better way where it's not so many people that are, are so angry and so aggressive about surfing anymore there seems to be a lot more people involved in it that seems to be a lot cooler and i think that that revolves from what i saw on uh, evolved sorry from what i saw on your um on your youtube with with i i'm as i said i'm staying in a secret spot that everyone knows about i think that's one of those things now where where everyone knows about secret spots yet the people that use them still still maintain this thing that they're an amazing secret i mean like oh, with no. google maps and everything you can't you can't you can't keep anything a secret anymore no no but i i,
2: I know you mentioned on um one of your youtube's uh, episodes was linton and limouth or uh-huh. Lynmouth, shall I say? And and I, I liked how you said, you know, it's, it's not a secret, but I'm not going to tell you the conditions that set it off. Well, that is that's quite a cool thing because I know there's no there's no surf shops around there or anything like that, is it? No, no but that of, is that know? is
0: the real secret, isn't it? If we're all honest, yeah. you can look yeah. at magic seaweed and you know you can see your blue stars and your light blue stars, but it's how you get from seeing that forecast in star predicted wave height um how you get from that to actually turning up at a spot reliably getting able to surf like the amount of times where you know 10 years ago i'd be driving from beach to beach to beach thinking oh i should have just gone in at the first place i went to look at i just you know like yeah i think we we do the same yeah yeah what
2: um what i was was going to ask you is um how do you get the motivation when your alarm goes off at like (laughs) 3am in the morning and it's mm. freezing cold and, and like your wetsuit's still wet how how the hell do you get the motivation to just go oh, do you know what i'm gonna go in the seat now.
0: i know it sounds god when i hear that back i think why am i doing that <laughs> <laughs> um I, <laughs> I just go back to that same thing i just i'm just too keen really like i will set my alarm for you know 350 or whatever it is you know and <laughs> I will wake up and watch it go off every time. I just can't <laughs> sleep when I'm going surfing. It's like going to Disneyland the next day. I don't know how I'm like this after surfing since I was 15. But yeah,
1: that, that, that's that I, I get that same sort of thing. My wife says to me, why can you get up in the morning when you're going surfing? Yet If you've got something to do around the house, you're like, nah, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. That's it. I, I love that though. That,
2: um, how enthusiastic you are about it this is, this is why we want to do on because we kind of got that vibe from you on on the youtube um account and uh, and you can see like obviously the photos on instagram we just had that that energy for surfing and and, that, and that's what we're like as well you know we're we're 40 now and, mm. and you just are you turn back into a teenager, and it's there's nothing else like it is, that it's just playing isn 't it it's just yeah. it 's
1: playing around and having fun what's what's your sort of um what you like before and after a surf are you is there a massive did you find there's a massive difference in yourself mentally and well obviously physically all of us are knackered afterwards normally but <laughs> mentally well, is there a difference
0: yeah before and after i mean I, I agree with what you said i don't, I think it was when you're talking to um to yoga to he was saying or you guys were saying about having the fast-paced music on the way to the beach and i'm definitely that kind of guy like oh yeah yeah, yeah let's go 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 and then i get there straight in you know rush 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 get the key locked away and then and then as soon as you get out i'm like riding a high after i get out I just, i'm i must be unbearable to my friends i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's they, the thing isn't it I know. And then you're on a high and then, oh, as you start to drive back, it all starts to settle in. You know, the salt's drying on your face and it's kind of getting in your eyes. And it just, ah, peace, peace. I just love that feeling. You just can't get enough of it. It's like being a surfer, once you get hooked, it sounds so corny and cheesy, doesn't it? But it is an addiction and it's the it healthiest is. addiction, you know, provided you, you have some balance in your family life. You know, it is so healthy because you just... Oh, you're doing exercise, you're out there in nature, and it just, oh man, you just can't beat yeah. it. It's just, everyone gets that,
1: everyone gets that same, it's that same expression that everyone gets when you try and explain what it feels like when, when you're actually, when you, you know, you finally push through after years of trying or, you know, getting out past the white water into the, into the, out to the back and that feeling of just waiting and the feeling in between. And everyone makes the same noise and you go, oh, explain it. And they all go, it's just like, oh it's just it's just oh that's it that's, there are, there are there no are words, words for English it language. i think um it's it's just incredible what's your what's your go-to board at the moment then when you when you're surfing what's your sort of favorite sort of board to surf
0: uh so i've got i'm quite lucky to have a, a fairly decent quiver of boards but i tend to kind of stick to three which i heard you guys saying. i totally agree with that two and then the third's an option so my main board that I will night surf with, and if the waves have got enough power, um, I'll probably go in on my Firewire Evo. Um, it's a kind of a – it's a short board. It's about 5'11". It's just really quite a lot of volume. I surf a lot more volume than people would expect. So my I'm like 13 stone, and my board – for a short board, it's got like 41 litres of volume, which is quite big. But yeah. I just yeah. – like, if you can't catch the waves – you can't ride them. And I see no, so no. many people down the beach, like struggling, like crazy, trying to get into these waves, you know, with poor technique and just thrashing around, getting absolutely knackered. And then I just think, well, just have a few more litres on your board. You're still going to get out back. You're still going to duck dive it, get into the waves and do this. That's how you're going to improve is actually surfing the waves. So I kind of go on a bit more volume. Um yeah. is, fine, is unless... that the
2: board is that the board that is in your videos and it has um like kind of flute shapes out at the bottom as well i've seen seen you carrying That's it right. in and it's yeah that yeah. is a, it's a really strange looking board isn't it it's got like uh looks a little bit like a, like a humpback whale kind of shape to the front <laughs> of it it's like, it looks kind of cool and
0: it's kind of cool i don't think it's a looker. i think it's a bit strange and i was really skeptical when i i was like oh you know is this gonna work it's kind of weird but once you surf one of those boards they're just so fast you can get out of trouble so quickly. Like if you're caught behind a section, and you can just, you know, a few pumps, and you can you can get around it. They really are great for that. Did Did you try it before you
2: bought it, or or is it? you just you just took took a punt? And go, I'm I'm going to go for that.
0: I did kind of take a punt. I did. I don't know whether I got sucked into that salesman pitch of, I'll change your life, man. It's going to be the best board ever. And I'm like, oh, I want my life to change. You know, and then hand over the money. Uh, But uh, genuinely, it is a great board. It is a great board. The rails are quite quite fat on the back. So if you get into really steep waves, it's it's not the best in that situation. But in the UK, you know, uh, we're not getting into that situation too often. No, yeah no.
1: what's your what was your other board you go to? so you said that was your main go-to board
0: yeah so i've got a a long board, um like a, a nine foot uh, longboard that i go to that it's just when the waves you know just uh down at like westwood ho or saunton yeah if i just want more of a chilled surf i'll go on a longboard and just stroke around i just enjoy the the freedom about it like stroke really fast yeah I'm um, that's it, it on a longboard. And <laughs> yeah.
2: and you got you got your new board, which I saw on Instagram as well. That the beautiful
0: um... is that
1: a sponsorship you've now received?
0: Uh, oh, I don't know if I go quite as far as a sponsorship, but I like I know a few people in in the in the surf industry, and um, this guy called Ollie Ravi. works for RRD, which is uh, Roberto Ricci Designs, and they're not really like a big surf brand in the UK, but they they are elsewhere. And basically, they've got boards that. Are, uh, shaped by a South African shaper called Ian Armstrong. And he was like, oh, you know, have a, I want you to uh, kind of help push these boards. So I was like, uh, yes. <laughs> I snapped his hand off. <laughs> like, uh, is it, does anyone ever answer no? Like, yeah. No, <laughs> uh, it's yeah, a so, beautiful
2: looking board as well.
0: I know. And I haven't got a, like a mid-length single fin. So I, I'm looking forward to that first wave where you slip in and you're like, oh, what's it going to do? And yeah, it's going to be great. I'm really really excited so yeah, I'll yeah definitely
1: let us know how that
0: thing goes mm. no i will i will yeah that's uh, that's uh, what
1: well, and and going back your torch that you that you use at night yeah the other kit that you the, other kit, you know, the other kit that the night surfer uses <laughs> is a torch which um well let's just call it the day maker shall we because <laughs> it's ridiculous what is it i think i saw you say it's seven thousand lumens is it
0: yeah it it is like having a a pocket sun. It is, it is mad. <laughs> it is, yeah. I mean, it is purpose designed, this light for night surfing. And it's kind of a, a weird situation. Like how I actually got into all this night surfing, it's not something you can just start doing. I mean, it, there's quite a few people who have, you know, stayed in late at the session and got out and it's basically night. But really, the kind of night surfing that I'm able to do with this lamp is where there's no light. So, yeah. I I think
2: honestly think it's going to be a purchase that we're going to make for for the winter because you know when the nights draw in and you see it's it's good surfing the day and you're working and if it was the summer you'd normally shoot down after work and and that's always really frustrating and you kind of if you've got a decent wetsuit then you're not really that worried about the about the cold Hmm. but it's obviously the light so now like I've seen that working it's like oh my god what what a great product that's just going to be ch- uh, like a game changer for us
0: yeah yeah no it, it is great so the, the company that makes it they're called black swan and they're, they're like a, a french company um and the guy who runs it it's kind of like a part-time thing for him and uh, he's made this incredible product i mean it's the quality of it is is almost too good to be honest um, <laughs> but it does make the lab quite expensive which is the kind of the drawback so they're kind of at that bottom of the curve for the economies of scale so when it kind of takes off they'll be able to cut the price right down but it's quite you know so i think they're looking for investment at the moment but uh it's it's and a very exciting prospect for all those uk surfers out there who are like frustrated at four thirty, you know and it's already yeah. dark and they haven't even left their desk yet and they oh god the surf's so good but you know you, you well know, that's where... like
1: i put on the instagram the other day you know how how far are you willing to go to get a solo session you know it's it's <laughs> that it's that extreme of it, isn't it? And and that thing I I saw you put as well. It's um, liquid cooled, is it?
0: Yeah. So when you're getting because seven thousand lumens is the equivalent of basically having Mercedes Benz shining its lights at you. So it's having two of those on your head. Um, it produces so much heat when you have that much power running through kind of LEDs. You need to cool it um, more than just having. You know, it dip into the the water occasionally, so it has a liquid kind of cooling system that runs into the battery, and it pumps fluid, I right, kind of back through the back of the light, um, just to cool it all down, which is what allows it to run at such a kind of a high power. So um, do
2: you find it uncomfortable when when you wipe out or in your duck diver or anything? So you're you're moving under the water. Do, does it it feel like it pulls your head back, or or is it you know a bit kind of aerodynamic?
0: Yeah, so you do feel it on your body. It it, it it does highlight <laughs> when you start doing it, it does highlight some uh strength weaknesses, I'd say. So if <laughs> I dunno, like if you see people surfing like day to day, there are those people who can paddle around and their back is arched up really high and they've obviously got like really strong paddling like Position, they can really get into waves easily.
1: No one likes those people. <laughs> I know, and you
0: think, like, oh god, you know, person paddle around me ten times before they go for that wave. Yeah,
1: you see, you see them two strokes, and they're up and moving. And you're like, oh yeah. god,
0: <laughs> exactly. And then, you, and then on the other scale, you've got those people that look like a plank of wood like lying with their face nearly on the board trying to paddle
1: Are you you surf with us then have you
0: is <laughs> that you down at westward i thought was... yeah that was it yeah face down on the board yeah. paddling so, like a merman so when you when you put this because you wear like a neoprene kind of it's kind of a backpack almost but it's kind of a neoprene fitted sling that you have on your back with the battery in it and you know that weighs almost two kilograms so when you think you're lying on the board and you've got that between your shoulder blades you're essentially arching that extra two kilograms as well so you do need to have some some good core strength to kind of be efficient <laughs> so that's why a bit more foam a bit more float in your boat is helpful yeah, that makes
1: that makes perfect sense
0: as so well
2: does it do you do some kind of fitness then to to kind of help with that like when on your down time or when, when the surf's bad do you do you kind of work out to help you cope with that
0: my friends listen to this they'll be like no he doesn't do anything <laughs> <laughs> no I mean I generally yeah. I keep yeah, yeah I keep an okay fitness um but you know you can swimming's really good but I, I'm just not a big swimmer ironically I'm actually quite a bad swimmer I just can't get the breathing right for the front crawl it's it's laughable yeah, really say
2: it's home and me like I'm, I'm a terrible swimmer Pete's a really good swimmer um, yeah, I
1: I swim depth, so not length. <laughs> <Just laughs> Found me on the bottom of the pool most of the time. Help. Yeah, no, it's I find swimming helps massively. I mean, I've swam since uh, since I was little, but recently, especially with surfing, more get back into swimming, and I find it helps massively. And I, I'm not I'm not great with the breathing on it, but I can't do the uh, which way can't I turn? I can, you know, you're supposed to on the front crawl, cool, you go like three strokes, and your head goes one way and then the other way. Mm. I can't do it, so I go two four two four and just keep to my left side. I think looking up okay, because right. I can't do it the other way because I go two three drowning. That's it. That's pretty <laughs> much the, pretty much the way it goes. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't think a lot of people that surf train as much as they either should or could. I think yeah. that's a common. I, I think a lot of people think the surfing is the training
0: yeah uh, i agree i mean i think as well when some people train they focus too much on the strength and not the flexibility because
1: yeah that's
2: right I, i've said on other podcasts before that um, i I did my back in back in november and um the thing that helped with surfing was, was yoga ironically no, you know it's it's definitely that flexibility like, like you said but that arch in your back um that, that is something that doesn't come naturally to most people. You've really got to try and... Because obviously the, the higher your arch, the easier it is for you to paddle. And like you said, it, it, it just improves your paddle and then that's going to increase your speed and then your wave count will go up if you're paddling strong. So it's all kind of linked, isn't it? But yoga really helped with that. Like It stopped the pain in the water on my back and, and things like that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yoga is definitely a game changer um, for that. And that is now, it's kind of the main thing that I try and do kind of in this lockdown period i haven't been there uh, working as much as i have before so i've been kind of focusing on uh, trying to get my flexibility up which is which is uh, it's good last time i went surfing when i was duck diving it felt a lot stronger which is nice yeah, yeah so that's...
2: you're working out and watching loads of surf films <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watched,
0: yeah. That's, the last, that's
1: the question we got here what's favorite surf film, oh, what is God, your favorite this... surf film? main mainstream. You know, so, so you, people, so people out there might know it or heard of it.
0: Okay, so I can't say "Endless Summer" because that is—I just gets me every time I watch that. I love that. But in in terms of like mainstream films, I mean, you can't not love Point Break, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know you boys yeah. love it. It's yeah. so no, good.
1: the new one as well.
0: I do like the new one. No, it's
1: awful. Yeah. Have you seen the new version of
0: it? I have. I'm afraid. I'm a. I don't not. Ha- I don't. I don't hate it. Oh, oh yes, <laughs> but I don't love it. I. I you, but I don't yeah. hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's,
2: it's just a not hate thing, isn't it? You, you you went to watch it because it's Point Break, and you want to slate it all the
1: way through. And you're like, mm, actually, it's, it's not, yeah, you think, actually, it's not bad. Can't can't even go there. <laughs> it's the um. Do you think you got anything like um? So if you if you could go back to the beginning when you started night when you came up with this idea, I know I'm going to go night surfing. What do you think you'd do differently if you had to do that all over again, start again?
0: Oh, that is a good question. Uh, so when I started, I only had one light. So that means you're out there on your own every time. And I don't know if you guys have literally surfed on your own, no one else at the beach, no one on, on the sand, no one in the water. It's quite eerie, even in the day. Um, and my wife my wife said to me, this night, service, you know, is it safe? And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, it's safe. It's just like surfing in the day, except like you can't, you know, see as much. And she's like, <laughs> nobody's right. there. Yeah, if you're going to do this, Lloyd, if you're going to do this, you have to promise to me that somebody will always be there when you go in. And I was like, <laughs> okay, 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 honey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I get the light now? <laughs> yeah. And literally... If
1: I have that light, I'll be safe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I only had one star with. Um, so, trying to convince your mate to get up, to come and stand at the beach, to watch you surf at night, well, that is a hard <laughs> sell.
1: <laughs> yeah, you must have some really good mates. <laughs> well, know, you're a really good liar to your wife. <laughs> I mean, I'm, uh, I'm not saying anything. But,
0: yeah, know. yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I hate what you're saying. Uh, to, twisting, twisting the truth, maybe we'll go with. This. But yeah, yeah, the, fir- yeah right. the first few sessions, like my mate turned up. My mate Scott turned up halfway through to kind of t- take some photos, and but there are a few sessions after that. I think there's a one of my YouTube episodes covers it when I go to um, Kimbridge, and I literally was out there on my own, you know, um, and that it you have to keep your head. It's a, it's a weird situation because you <laughs> you can't freak out. Because there's nothing, no one to make you feel better. You just got to try and keep your cool, and, like, and it's like, oh god, what was that? Touch my leg, you know? Oh god, oh, oh my god, man, you know? I, I, and then you're looking hard. around, you know, and you just whoa, you've got to take a few deep breaths, and then before you know it, there's a set coming in, and you know, so it can get. You have to keep keep your head in the game. It is a mental. It brings in more of a mental element to surfing than before.
2: I think the the only the only time we've come close to. Uh, surfing with no one, no one around, no one on the beach. It's, it's, it's a spiritual one. Yes, yes. as the sun surfing goes surfing down. Sunset. Um, we've done it a few times. And the first time we managed to surf at sunset was in Croyd. Uh, and it was just absolutely beautiful. But we noticed that the, the wave changes, it, it became a lot cleaner, very glassy. And I recently found out that there is a science behind it, that when the land cools, it does something to the sea. I can't remember what it was. I really want to remember. But if you... Have you noticed how surfing at night, like the conditions of the wave is different to the day? Is it, Have you noticed that?
0: Yeah, I mean, so yeah, you talk about when you get into that kind of golden hour where the wind starts to, the sea breezes kind of fall away and then it starts to get all lambent on the surface. And it's just, that's the dream, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. if I could surf at any situation, I'd surf in that situation. I'm, I I don't want to surf at night more than I want to surf in the day. But yeah, so the conditions at night, they are they are different um you probably want an extra millimeter on your wetsuit that's what over what you normally wear um right. just because you just don't have that solar warming on your on your back you know and, but yeah I the didn't, winds I didn't even
1: difficult. think of that actually that's uh that's something that is that something you learned the hard way as well
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah <laughs> it is a bit but I, i'm i'm quite lucky really i because i surf a four three like all through winter and yeah that, that you know i got right. i
1: got a mate sat next to me that surf that through summer as well until last week yeah until last week yeah <laughs> oh he
0: committed really tight with money you see. He's
2: so <laughs> yeah he's really
1: tight so yeah that that was just he always goes like oh, i'm not buying another wetsuit i'll just use my old winter wetsuit you know it's a bit worn out now i use that and stuff. it was ridiculous yeah. a week before last we went and it yeah. was just uh
2: well, the, the, like 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 we were talking about before the podcast. Um, this weekend the waves might be coming in again, and the um the the surf is getting better as well because it's been terrible for the last week and a bit. And but uh, was it two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Was the last decent few days of really good surf and the wet and it was really hot as well. And uh, and we went, and it it was. I just know where I could wear a wetsuit like that, like a five five mil wetsuit. Oh, yeah,
0: you must have been very hot faced <laughs> through that yeah, session.
2: I, I, I wore a tri a triathlon swimsuit in the end, um, just because oh, yeah. I just couldn't have. I don't think I could have got into my yeah. wetsuit. I've swollen up so much from the heat. You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I I went and bought a new one. I uh, as I said before, but it was it was definitely um well worth the money just for just for that that summer use of it and uh, as we've always done the same thing because we we it's it's only in the last sort of 5 years or so we've become really serious about about surfing and we've always just gone and it was something we did it, you know it's just down the road and it didn't take long to get there and we'd go and if it was someone's birthday or we were having a fun time it'd be something like that yeah. um yeah as, as i was saying the um the 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 suit made a hell of a difference so i noticed paddling even more so in a, in a thinner suit, but that always happened to think about adding an extra, an extra bit for the the night surfing. That's something I've never, Mm. never even considered.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, as well as like adding an extra millimeter, you're also wearing a helmet, which, you know, the majority of people don't surf with helmets. So you have to get used to wearing a helmet as well. And then the winter you're wearing a, a hood and then a helmet on the hood. And then, you know, hope everyone listening to this is wearing earplugs because they need to be. And so you end up like God, you're insulated from all these layers. Um, yeah. it's, it's a shame we have to be that way in the UK, but you know, it's a small price to pay to get in the water. Well,
2: it. I did notice on uh, on one of your episodes uh, all the kit that you were putting on, like the the helmet and all that as well. Like, so I suppose helmets now are mainly for big wave surfers. Aren't they? is that is that where you're buying them from? From a, a, like a company that would sell them to big wave surfers, or?
0: So yeah, I actually they're Cornish made. They're, they're mainly kind of the wind sports where they're moving quicker, they're up more, and there's you know higher impacts and more, uh, more likely. So uh, Gecko uh, headgear is where they actually gave me a, a couple of helmets to uh, for the for the channel, which is very nice and thank you. Um, but they're based in Butte. Um but they're they're really light. They're very light because they're not like a like a bicycle helmet that has the thickness. They're literally just a shell, but they've got like an inflatable liner inside. So it fits tight to your head. And it absolutely has to be tight to your head because you've got this quite quite substantial kind of lamp attached to that. You you really need it to be like a really good fit.
2: And that clips around your chin as like a normal helmet would. And...
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, around the chin and then just a few inflates on their little um, bladder that's inside it. And then it tightens up quite nicely.
2: There was um, a podcast I was listening to um, I, I can't remember the name of the podcast and the, the guy on there was uh, an American guy. Um, it was a, a surfing podcast and he mainly surfed in Costa Rica and, uh, the, the podcast only ran for a year. And what they'd do is every month they'd spin the wheel of surf and they would travel to that country to surf. I've mentioned it in one of our first podcasts. Anyway, he ended up landing on the UK and he came here and he just couldn't believe how hardy UK surfers were because going out, I think it was October at the time. And he's just saying, I don't think he's ever seen a five, four wetsuit because he's surfing in Costa Rica all year. <laughs> yeah, right. He then. said he didn't know they made them. No. And, uh, <laughs> and he, ends up, he ends up talking to a couple of UK surfers that were just getting ready to go in. And they say to him, I don't even know what you're talking about, mate. It's not even cold. And, with, and he's just saying was just blown away. And I thought, if he then met you and you're doing that, which he thinks is uh, unbelievable and kind of hardy, and then you're doing it at night and, like you said, with no solar kind of warmth on you or anything, it's just, I think he'd think, oh, I've just met the Thor of, uh, the <laughs> <thaw> of <laughs> surfing. Yeah? This guy's absolutely crazy. I don't
0: know, October's like the warmest time. He, he doesn't know how, yeah, well, he know, know how lucky he was. He's not how lucky he was. Like, that's what, the
1: guys he was talking to. I remember the podcast he was listening to, and the uh, the guys he was talking to he goes, "Oh, it's cold, isn't it?" He goes, "It's
0: fucking boiling, mate." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what you on about?
0: <laughs> oh god, yeah, yeah I, I know. Sometimes in you know when it gets into those early March sessions, and there's still frost on the ground, and your wetsuit, you know, maybe didn't dry out properly, and you're you're kind of pulling it on doing the wetsuit dance and you just, Oh, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And then you get on a few, you know, a few star jumps and then you're all right. But ah, yeah. Costa Rica. Oh ah, God, that would be nice. Yeah. Wouldn't that it? Would be nice, yeah. Wouldn't
1: it? yeah. We had, we had one of, um, I think last year, year before we came out of the sea in um, in Saunton. And I think I've said about it, but it was so, it was so cold. None of us, none of us could even like move our hands or anything. I, I just couldn't even grip my, I, I tried to, grab my wetsuit zip and i just couldn't <laughs> grip my hands I was just, it's
2: the wind though yeah, isn't it because the, like, the tide I, is going out yeah. so
1: we got out at saunton and the tide was going out and i think you know you got to walk back about four years then after that <laughs> when yeah, you got the wind blasting in your face and it's freezing cold like february morning or something like that wasn't yeah. it and it was just it's just horrible and you get back to the van and you think why the hell am i doing this for and uh <laughs> It's yeah. all worth it. For it's all way. worth it though yeah. afterwards, because yeah. on the on the way home you're laughing about it and everything like that. But talking about like extreme conditions, can you remember the the best wave, the best wave you've caught at night? Is there a, if you, if you've got something in your in your memory where you go night surfing on okay. oh, that? That, the that was the one yeah. that, so mm-hmm. far because I know they always change. You always get a better one, but
0: I know. Yeah, no, I can do actually. It was. um yeah my local local spot uh down in the purbecks and i was out there with my my friend my friend john and it's like the second time that he would joined me so it was just nice having someone out there with me so i was already like stoking on the fact that i wasn't on my own um just sharing it with your mate so that that's the dream isn't it so i was we'd caught a few waves and it was just one of those dream situations for night surfing so we'd been on had a normal session in the day you know it's like 50 60 people in the water so you're catching a few waves here and there and just kind of trying not to you know piss people off and then we came in and, you know had a cup of tea and and whatever and then and then we started getting changed again you know putting the gear on headlamps and people were starting to look at this guy what is this guy doing like <laughs> what is the,
2: that the very very english surfing come in for a cup of tea <laughs> that's
0: it well it's the uk surf show i mean Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, it's true. Yeah. So um, and then we we headed back out. So everyone was starting to kind of come back in, and and uh and we're starting to walk out, and everyone's kind of walked past you, and then they like, you know, look back at you again, like double check, like what what's he doing? And then <laughs> we kind of paddled out you know, around the lineup, and there was a few stragglers left out there, and it's basically dark. Oh, it was just such a nice session. Just one of those days where the period was really high, but the the kind of the it wasn't too big. It was you weren't getting those massive death sets in, which you often get when it gets up to like sixteen seconds. Yeah, it was yeah. just like perfect, probably about fifteen seconds. It was just lovely, like two, three foot waves, maybe the old four foot one. And it we it was completely dark by this point. I mean, it just caught one, and then this one came to me, and I kind of like lifted my head up to shine the light out, and I could see it feathering. And as soon as you get that little feathering white bit. It like catches the light and it like, and you're like, boom, right, there it is. And then you're instantly trying to paddle into the right position. You don't get that much time night surfing. You have to be really quick, like, really quick to swivel and go because you just haven't got the same kind of level of warning.
2: I, I, that's what we've, we've meant, we've like kind of noticed, haven't we, with surfing at the sunset, um, which obviously is going to, when you're sat down and the sun's going down, you can see the sets coming in a bit more. So you've got a lot of time to get to that. And that's what one of my questions was you, you've got me. Super quick with um with your setup with with the head torch and all that because you, well, how, how many seconds have you got? Like, how far does that light go out before you can see the one that you're going to go for?
0: So you, depending on the the kind of the air conditions, so if it's nice and clear and the water's got some sediment in it, you can get like a hundred meters to eighty meters. But then it's weird as the water either gets clearer, it gets it harder to see the waves because the light just goes through the water. Um, or if you get like kind of a mist in the air, that really uh, is quite difficult. And fog is like the death of night surfing because all you just you see just like lighting up a big cloud in front of your face, so you yeah, can't see anything. Yeah.
1: So yeah, on that on that on that night then that was you were in those good perfect conditions. Yeah. What was yeah. that
0: wave? Oh, and it just yeah just saw it feather in, quickly, like shifted across quickly. I got I got to get this one, and I just well, wanted you just. Couple of paddles just slipped in and like top turn down, top turn. And I was like, here, my mate whooping in the background, and then that just spurs you on. And then this section just like came up in front of me, and I was like, just went to hit it. And I just, I, it's just one of those moments where if you could just keep rerunning it in your head and somehow get a photo of it, because the light like from my friend's John's torch was like lighting up the spray. And as I went to go over it, and it was just like, ah, oh, I am so lucky to have seen that. Like Vista, and I just felt really, you know, it just felt amazing. And then pat him back out, woo, oh, that's sick, man. It's that's just, it, I'm, that's I'm the thing i love. Yeah, we're, yeah, we are. We're, uh, sat, we're, here we're sat here to, like,
1: smiling, listening smiling. to you explain that. That's that's what we want to give from the podcast. That that feeling of like that, that feeling you get It's it, the enthusiasm, the, it? the, the the smiling that the whole time you're out there just grinning from ear to ear. You know, you look any anyone looking at you that didn't know what you were doing, just looking at your face, you would look like a maniac because you just, <laughs> just most. I, I, I don't get people who surf who are so serious about it and My everything's man. like oh, oh like that, and you're like just chill out, man. Just like, it's just an enjoyment and yeah, it's so much it before, fun. We? Like,
2: we, what, we don't understand where, where that comes from because... You the know, angry how, surfer. How can, you be, how can you be angry after just experiencing even 10% of what you had on that, that best wave you've ever caught? You know, like it, all you want to do is get back out there. And a lot of time you want to share that feeling with people as well. And you, you try to, you know, get them to come along and, and, you know, give it a go. You're going to love it. You won't, you won't believe what this feels like. And so I don't know where the anger comes from. It's, it's really strange.
0: Yeah. It is. I don't know whether it's from like a, I've seen it in, it's whether I think people feel like they have ownership over the waves and over the water. They feel like that's their spot. You're on my territory. What are you doing here? And, you know, often they're not that great a surfer, but they just feel like everyone's in my space. Get out of my And they just kind of build up some kind of anger. And I just, I almost laugh at it. Like, you know, slapping the water, shouting at people. I'd oh, God, mate, yeah. just, just chill out. Just, Have a cup of tea, mate. It, just relax.
1: It? I know I was chatting to someone who's been to a spot that will remain nameless, and he actually got um, wax put all over his windscreen by other surfers there because they didn't want him surfing that spot.
0: Yeah, I've heard that so mate had that done there. as well in a yeah. quite a famous localised spot down uh down where Finisterre was born. So I'm sure yeah. you know where that might be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh,
1: yeah, it's, there's lots. But on that, on your on your best wave at night, have you? Can you have you had a really scary wipeout at night? Have you had, like? Because I imagine that that could be a different kettle of fish altogether. Like. Yeah. wiping out in the, at the night when like or you know you, you you're relying on your light first of all so all all types of stuff can go on i mean we were at puttsburgh my leash broke and i had to swim right the way from out there it was a big day and i had to swim all the way back in and i imagine something like that happening at night and you, <laughs> it's,
0: oh, yeah. it's not a situation you want so so the leash snapping situation that is one of my kind of worst fears i really do not want that to happen to the point where you know, the tag that attaches your leash to the board. So I have two on there at all times. So I have like a backup one. <laughs> yeah. So they're all both connected and, you know, i got a fail safe there. And now I didn't start with, but I've started surfing with uh, a little loom cube, which is like a kind of a thousand lumen little tiny light that I can fix to the back of my board. So that's like a backup light. Not that the main light is likely to go wrong because, you know, it, it shouldn't. Yeah. But let's say it got detached from my helmet somehow. Maybe I hit a rock and it came off. At least I had some light. Um, so, yeah, I mean, scary scary wipeouts. I've just... I got caught inside at uh, so, oh, I was So I wasn't scared. I was just pissed off because <laughs> I was literally doing a piece to my GoPro. It's like, oh, well, you know, I'm... This is great. I'm like, yeah, it's brilliant. And literally, as soon as I put the GoPro back into my mouth to carry on paddling, I just saw this set and I was like, oh, no. And I was, oh, I was, it just, it's never ended. I was so yeah. tired when I got back and it was so avoidable. If I'd just been concentrating on what I was doing, apart from trying to tell people on YouTube what was happening. I mean, in terms of um, being scared, I'd say I was very fortunate enough to go on, on honeymoon to uh, the Maldives, which, you know, i I feel very privileged to have done that, but it is just an unbelievable place. But towards the end of that trip, I kind of built up like the confidence to go on this reef break uh, and night surf. And I was kind of the whole week, I was like, oh, I don't know, like what if there's sharks? And, you know, what if a big set comes in and then I get up on the reef and I was really starting to think, oh, maybe I won't do it. But I dragged all my night surfing kit across the world, you know, taking your batteries (laughs) through security. And I was like, no, I've got to do this. Anyway, so... I had the most incredible session, um, and it was a very surreal situation, because that day, Barton Lynch, uh, the 1989 world champ, had uh, he was at that hotel, and he had talked to me earlier in the day, and I kind of went in as he got out. He got out the session, and there was no one in, and I got in for my sunset session that turned into a night session, and he just got out and walked all the way back around, and then started talking to my wife and just, like quizzing her about what the hell was this guy doing. Oh wow, <laughs> that's amazing. And she was like trying to get photos and she didn't really know who she was talking to. Was, uh, that's was that's funny. probably
1: the best way though, isn't it? Sometimes, yeah. you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And um, but that on that session, I had a great session. But what I had feared happened, which was the this shark, this reef shark, came past me at like quite a rate of knots and oh my heart just sank and i was like oh god oh my god what do i do like just stay here and i had to like just tell myself not to freak out like it's only a reef shark it's not gonna do anything don't worry like
2: well it's at yeah. night as well isn't it you know what it's like when you when you walk around your house at night and there's like a weird noise and everything is worse yeah. so i can't even imagine yeah. how scary that would have been
0: yeah well, i mean i was like that when I was a kid, you know, like coming in from the garden at night, I'd like last few steps into the door. I'd like do a bit quicker. he you know, feel like someone's behind me.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody's behind me. Somebody's behind me. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like I'm not
0: scared of, scared of the dark or anything. So I, yeah, I kind of managed to recoup my uh, concentration after seeing that, that, that shark, but the, the lights do, they kind of attract wildlife. So, uh, when I was surfing with John again, uh, in, in the Perbex, uh, a conger eel swam into him when we were on the surface. And oh, that I'm gave
1: out. me a... I'm out of the water already, then i have gone.
0: Oh, well, yeah, he's he's a, a marine biologist anyway, so he, he wasn't too freaked out. And then it, we kind of saw it on the surface and it kind of swam away. And I had, like, I assume, was a bass like bump into my legs at Bournemouth. And when in, in the Maldives, they had these kind of Maldiven pipe pipefish and they get really confused with the light. And I was literally sat on my board, my legs either side of the board, and these fish were just swimming into my legs, literally just swimming into my legs. They're so confused. I felt bad for them. It's like they're kind of dazed, but it's uh, quite unique situations that you get yourself I, into.
2: I they, they're going to think it's it is the sun, then I suppose. It's, you know, it's that bright, isn't it? It's, um...
0: <laughs> yeah, just dazzled. Yeah, yeah but the, just... I don't know about you. If how many encounters you've had with seals in the UK?
1: Uh, yeah, I've had a couple of encounters with seals. I've um, uh,
2: I've been. Um, stand up paddleboard in in Rossilly uh and it was it was raining there was no no waves or anything we just put like paddleboard in uh along the bay and there was two coming up and kind of look like they play with you don't they you know they, yeah. they pop up get a bit closer pop up and you kind of can you know chuck like scoop water over them and stuff and that that was incredible
1: yeah i've had i've had one pop up and i've seen it and gone oh there's a seal Oh, it's gone. And then it pops up right next to
0: you. And then, no, I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> Get away. Oh. oh, it's the worst, isn't it? And you're all sat there, like, just waiting to see where it's going to come up. And then some of their heads are massive, massive, great big sewer. They've got sharp teeth. And you're looking at them, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm that comfortable, actually. But this are yeah. around here.
1: I think Leighton's dad had one. He said he was snorkeling on, I think he was on Lundy Island, actually. Yeah, and he said Lundy on, yeah, they were biting his flippers yeah, and stuff like flippers, that.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not afraid at all, are they? So I haven't had the the seal night encounter yet, but it's basically the main thing that I'm scared about when I'm sat there. That the moment when I turn my head over my shoulder and there's this those two like <laughs> reflective <laughs> eyes looking right at me, I just literally get to shit myself. As soon as that happens.
1: <laughs> it's it's that's it, isn't it? you know it's going to happen. It's that it's that thing. It's that it's that fear that I think that's why it's so fascinating because everyone's think you you do like you were just saying you go to that fear place of the dark. Every everyone's got that fear of the dark. You know it's ingrained in all of us. You yeah. don't know what's coming out of the dark. It's um
0: yeah
1: you know well, I, we, I think we... if you think about it too much while you're out there, you could just like no, that's it. I'm I'm going in. I'm going in.
2: Yeah. We we uh, we used to uh, run a um, extreme sports website so we've done stuff like caving and all that and it is terrifying isn't it like when even when you're you're caving and you're going through holes which if you were out in the daylight it wouldn't be anything at all but because it it's yeah. in a cave and it's dark it, it just makes it well yeah so I had bloody, the, uh, scary.
1: I had, that was that was a moment i had one of the uh worst experiences of my life caving I, I we went caving down There's a there's a cave system up on top of pretty called swildens and we went down there and uh, they all went through the first sump. And as I went to go through it, my light failed. You might have and, to explain uh, what a sump is for people. Yeah. So listening. if people don't know what a sump is, it's as you come down the cave system, it's like where it's filled up with water. And the only way through it is you go, you hold your breath, you go under the rock, under the water, and out the other side. And wow. my light failed on this side of it. So they all went through and just stitched me up and left me there. I mean, <laughs> <past that laughs> sump, uh, sump, you can only go to sump two and then you need an aqua lung so you can come back. But. They just left me there and well, I was yeah, well, in the pitch lo- black on my own. You can, you, your eyes never get used to it. And I think I'd watched that film not long before it. What's that one where they go down in the cave? And oh, it's like, the
0: worst, that film. 10. I was going to mention that. Like, you, yeah, If you watch 10. that film, you literally can't cave afterwards. Oh,
1: man. I was sat there and I, I, I smoked at the time and I sat there and I was just like sod these guys and I lit a fag up just so there was some light because I had like a waterproof pouch on me <laughs> and, and they all came back out the other side of the sump and none of them could breathe because they'd all been laid down. So, <laughs> I was like, this you know, is ridiculous. You, you
2: know when you've got an addiction, when, when you take your fags in a water Proof bag to go
1: caving
0: <laughs> <laughs> signing yourself in glory here
1: you know what if i if i still smoked now i'd probably be one of those people that was uh yeah i'd sit out i could have quite happily sat out on the board at the other day at the back <laughs> the line up with a in your yeah mouth. <laughs> just going down going down you know
0: catching a nice line with a fag in my mouth but
1: yeah those days are long gone so i'm glad about that yeah
0: so what you're talking about talking about the fear side of it like that's one of the things that I love how it's affected my day surfing. So it, all all surfers have got that point where it turns from you're the hunter, you're hunting the waves down, aren't you? You get you turn into the hunted, and you feel like these waves are here to get me. And that that crossover point is just shifting. The more I night surf, the kind of the bigger waves, the the more sketchy situations that I, I'm starting to feel comfortable in. And it's kind of the mantra that the more exposed you get the less exposed you feel so i've got more exposure night surfing i've taken away my comfort zone and now when i go into big surf in the day or big for me it you know it doesn't phase me as much so and it is a lovely position to be in when you're pretty sure you look at the forecast and you think yeah i'm going to be okay today you know it's it's just my arms that will let me down not my not my balls <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a nice place to be. I think we've we've become we've gone to that point where we've started to become too picky. We we used to go for anything, like you know, if there was if there was you know a ripple, if if someone farted in Croyd, we'd be down trying to surf that, you know. <laughs> but it, it, it was, it, was uh, it, it we've got to the point now we're not going unless I think we we're, we're not going enough now because we don't go unless the conditions look like they're going to be really good or you know good enough to. And there was times we used to go and we used to have great fun just, just having a laugh and just surfing anything we could, basically. Yeah.
2: Well I think now now we've uh spoken to you, Lloyd, the with with the with the head torch thing, I am definitely gonna look into it. Yeah, that's it, something it'd, it'd I, think, so, I think I so think
1: we so might double. have to come on a night surf session. You might have two more people to uh to look out look out for you on a night surf <laughs> session soon.
0: Well, careful what you're setting yourself up for, boys because oh, uh, yeah, you know, I'm you know, quite good at following through on my word, so we could be yes. at Saunton before you know it. <laughs> right. it would
1: be night sur- if we're night surfing, I'll be the one following through, I tell you. Yeah, <laughs> but the, um, yeah so, all right, so before we wrap this up then, you want to tell people out there what you've got going on, what you're going to be doing, what you've got planned, and where you can be found online if anyone wants to make contact with you or see what you're doing?
0: Oh yeah, there, Cheers, guys. Yeah, so I'm just going to continue my night surfing and see see where I can take it. Really, uh, I'm kind of I'm doing it for myself. I'm not doing it to kind of get recognition, although you know, although that's nice. But uh, so I'm just looking to night surf some more interesting places, get onto a few kind of uh, more reef breaks, and really try and take advantage of that. And yeah, you guys can find me at Night Surf UK on Instagram, or you can look for uh, Lloyd Scott on. Uh, night surfing on on YouTube. So you search, search that. You, you guys will find me, and you know, subscribe, and I'll just keep you up to date with, with what I'm up to, and yeah, see where it goes. Really, I just love surfing, so I'm already winning just because I get to surf. So
1: well, yeah, you are. That's it.
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, like I said before, Lloyd, your your um profile on Instagram is really inspiring and really different as well, and. It, this is this is the type of people we want to we want to speak to so you you, you've been you've been a great guest on there so thanks very much for your time mate
0: Uh, no worries i absolutely love what you're doing with this uk surf show so you know keep up the great work and hopefully everyone will spread the word before long you're going to be uh you're going to have a a massive audience i'm sure so cheers boys
2: thanks lloyd
1: for that that is a, a really good podcast we really enjoyed that one yeah some amazing information there and just just his whole attitude towards mm. surfing and the surf community is just he was just a nice guy, yeah. His energy was full of energy, wasn't he? Yeah, That's what yeah. We he's got a really nice, like a real nice energy, real mellow, just a happy guy, just happy to be surfing yeah. when he can and wherever he can, and still excited about surfing. Yeah, which so is great. as he said, go check him out online. He's on Instagram, Night Surfer. and. Yeah, just go and you, you see some of the pictures and you just, you won't believe it. He's on YouTube as well. There's videos of him surfing at night. You, you've you got to see it to believe it and go and check that out. Um, yeah, and before we go today, we've got a question came in on our Instagram page. We've had, the response we've had has been absolutely overwhelming. I mean, we started this just, we said, oh, we'll do it as a bit of fun, you know, talk about surfing, talk about our our trips we've had surfing, mm-hmm. talk about the things that we want to do in the future, and the response we've had, the messages from you guys out there have been nothing but love, and it's been,
2: yeah, really humbling, as yeah. I Like you said before, it's, yeah. re- it's really just, nice.
1: Yeah, really nice messages. So thank you, thank you very much. You know, go and follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, and subscribe to the podcasts on iTunes. If you could leave us a review on itunes you know or um like it really helps or subscribe on any of them yeah it's, we're on it, spotify as well i mean yeah, we? all, all the major podcasts apps. yeah it just it all helps and it, it helps to get us in a position where we can make you a better show uh quickly before we go we had a question come in from saskia and she says Tips for learning and training to surf when living in a city, please. That's a really good question, isn't it? Yeah, that's we've, we've said
2: before, haven't we, that if you're you're not you are you're still a surfer even if you're not living by a surf break. So
1: yeah, we think so. Um, we we don't live by a surf break. You know, it's we've got we've still got to travel an hour or so to uh, to get to our nearest one uh there's many things you can do if you're in a city local swimming pool swimming is an amazing thing to to bring up your paddle strength and your fitness i think that's that's a really high up there
2: yeah and you've got some you got some fitness apparatus haven't you from North Court, like a, a paddle strength yes yeah, so you can
1: get some paddle strength bands um they hook over a door they're like um oh what are they called the stretchy bands
2: um, um oh yeah they, you can't remember what they are now yeah, uh, like the elastic workout yeah. bands, aren't
1: they? Yeah, power the, bands. That's it. But they're so, they're
2: they're set a bit differently, aren't they? Because you can put your whole palm in them.
1: Yeah, so you can so they hook over the door, and then you can like work on your movement of pulling your arms down, you know, and turning around and pulling them away from you. There's different things you can do with them. There's uh, I think there's some instructional videos somewhere online as well yeah. that that come along with them. I mean, your side of it as well. You yeah well i've said before yoga
2: is gonna be great great for surfing uh, with your flexibility and things like that J- just your general overall fitness is obviously gonna gonna help but I've recently bought a surf skate and uh, you've had a go as well isn't it yeah you?
1: i wasn't i've i've skateboarded for whew, i think the first photo i've got of me skateboarding was nineteen eighty seven um
2: so, yeah. 19, 1918, did you say? 1987.
1: <laughs> yeah. 1987 was the first time I... Well, it wasn't the first time I skateboarded. It was the first photo I've got of me on a skateboard. Um, they, did, they didn't have cameras before that. It was so long. Oh, what a prick. <laughs> um, anyway, the... Uh, yeah, so I've been skating for a very long time. And I've always seen these things. Like I was a bit like... A friend of mine says longboards, and he calls them wrongboards. Um, <laughs> so anything different than a skateboard, I was very... I don't know. I suppose, like, to get yeah. on that, I suppose I could. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bit. I, I I would have probably even said I could have been a bit snobbish about it in a way mm. as well. I went on this surf skate, and it's fucking incredible. It so <laughs> it's, so, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Well, it's like it's, it's like carving, and you get that that same burn you get on your legs when you when you're pumping on a wave or something like that, mm. or you're really moving on a wave. You get that same burn in the like tops of your legs that you that you get it's just great fun i had to go on it first of all and i thought oh my god i'm amazing at this didn't realize i was uh at, at the wind was behind me i turned around to try and uh come back into the wind i was <laughs> yeah. like, oh
2: shit <laughs> so yeah the idea is you you don't need to push like on a skateboard you should be able to just carve and the board will move along like you would if you were pumping on a wave you can kind of use your own momentum to generate speed um there are a few brands out there. The one at the very top is Carver Boards, and they, they're really expensive, but they've got like a unique truck set up. I didn't buy one of those just because, like we said before, I'm tight with money. Really tight. tight. Um, I have not got £300 of waste on a, on a skateboard. Um, so, but uh, you know, they're about 150 quid for middle of the range, and
1: you're not going to really know the difference. Yeah, he used the excuse that um, he was getting it for his son. I do know it did. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant to say. It's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. I bet he's out on it every night. Uh, but the thing, the thing's really good. It's uh, that's a really good thing you could use. You could use that around the city as well. I suppose that would be something really good. And I think your general, if you're not going as much as you'd like, your general exercises. You know, your your press ups, your sit ups, your body weight. You know, you want to you want to be just trying to strengthen your upper body and your core so planking and stuff like that stuff that you're gonna gonna use if you look online there is so much information about training for surfing if if you really want to get into it there are actually surf fitness classes
2: now um there is um a couple of people i follow on instagram they actually over the lockdown period because of people haven't been able to go out surfing they've been doing a surf fitness class live surf fitness class so it's not just because you live in a city; it, it doesn't mean that that's it. You know you you can't you can't even prepare for surf, so you just
1: need to be kind of a bit ingenious with it. I think. Yeah. So I hope that answers your question. Um, join us next time. And we don't know what we'd be talking about yet. Some something. Uh... Uh, well, when we I don't know. We we've got. There's, there's
2: a few people lined up. Um, there's one that we really want to do with a friend of ours, isn't there? And yeah,
1: he. We've got a friend. We're going to do one with a friend of ours. For he's not really a surfer, but he's been on plenty of surfing trips with yeah. us. He's been surfing. we you know he's he's stood up on the board. He's he's yeah. surfed. We want to talk to with him more about the trips because he remembers stuff from surfing trips we went on. As we said, we we used to use it years ago as, oh, we're going surfing for, say, my birthday in January or Leighton's birthday in November, and we'd go down to somewhere like Newquay or somewhere like Willakam or all these different places, and we used to make it an occasion. So we'd go out for the weekend, mm. and we'd go surfing as well, or we'd do yeah. other things in our younger days like get random tattoos not yeah. as bad as a friend of mine who's got tattoos of all the dates he went on holiday. Um, talk about that at some point. <laughs> Why? <Madness. laughs> Why is that? Why has I, he got that? I was that? chatting to him one day and he, I said, "What what's those dates? And I was thinking he's going to say, oh, like, you know, this is when my dad died or something like that. He goes, oh, it's my holidays, innit? And I was like, <laughs> he's what got do diary. you mean? it's your holidays? And he's like, oh, it's like, we did it first time for a laugh. Like, it was like Magaluf something or other and with a date under it. And he said, and then it just carried on. That's mental. <laughs> so yeah, he's got stories of things well, we that, can't remember or yeah, we'll, we, what, we'll deny.
2: We 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 wanted a, a podcast just to say that it's it's the surf trips aren't always about just the surfing. It's about
1: being with your mates. It's it's about it's about it's about these are good times. Yes,
2: yeah. yes, <laughs> like, yeah. The times <laughs> you're going to remember forever. Yeah,
1: the things that you that you know you're just gonna. That You look back on them, they're the memories that you're... You, oh, do you remember the time so-and-so... Oh, and you're just laughing. And we, we talk about those times a lot. So. Yeah, we reminisce all the time. Yeah. We, we, we live in the now, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's anyway, going to be... Yeah, a, that's coming up, yeah. yeah. So, okay, yeah, thanks be. a lot. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to, as we said, like and subscribe. Find us on YouTube. Find us on Instagram. Just surf the UK surf show. So, all that's left to say is... Goodbye. See you later.